previously on Finish It, Rock and Roll Mystery. After the motorcycle speeds off, cab comes past and uh, the bored looking driver says, Hey kid, you waiting for the bus? Want to ride instead? You could very much trust me, a guy in a car. <laughs> it's a cab, see? I wrote cab on the side with this marker. <laughs> like a kid would do. It's to trick kids. I mean, drive kids. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt Yule. Hi, I'm Chris Yule. Welcome to Finish It, the completionist choose-your-own-adventure podcast. Every page, every ending, every book, everybody uh, remember to wash your hands for 20 seconds because there's a coronavirus. Otherwise, it doesn't count. It doesn't count as washing your hands if you don't do it the right way. Washing, and believe me, if I'm in a stall in a bathroom with you and you're washing your hands, I'm counting. You better That's be counting, doing it right. And he's looking. He's looking and counting. Um, Phaedra, my wife, was like, hey, you should write a jangle, a 20-second long jangle for people to learn oh, so they can sing it. Because, you know, they, they say, like, hey, sing happy birthday twice, which is insane. Just count to 20. Who's going to sing happy birthday two <laughs> times in a row? It's awful. <laughs> my um, daughter does. Well, yeah, yeah. That's she one. sings happy birthday to her fingers, <laughs> is what she says. <laughs> so that's 10 times. The thumbs are left out. They no, no, why. she just says happy birthday to your fingers because you have to say dear something. What do you say? When I don't sing that song when I am not, do when oh, I okay. am not in a Bennigan's or something. Okay. <laughs> um. So I did. I made a little t- jangle. It's, it, it may be confusing because it says 21 seconds, but there's just a little reverb oh. on the end. It's a 20-second jam. Perfect. I hope it's catchy, and I hope it helps people wash their hands for the right amount of time. So All let's right. let's start it out. Let's have, let's have a 20-second jam and think about washing our hands more. Here we go. Count to 20 while you're scrubbing your bubbling hands. Bye-bye, Corona. Hot and soapy while you're scrubbing your bubbling hands to keep them clean. Count to 20 while you're scrubbing your bubbling hands. Bye-bye, Corona. Hot and soapy while you're scrubbing your bubbling hands to keep them clean. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure I can sing that. You just say it's, it's, it's easy. It says uh, count to 20. Uh, while you're scrubbing your bubbling hands. Bye-bye, coronavirus. It's <laughs> pretty catchy. And it's a little four little... You're scrubbing your bubbling hands. There. It's fun. I like it. It's catchy. It's fun. Everybody so, listen to that and share it with your your family and your friends so that they do I, it too. I may have just stopped this pandemic in its tracks. I think you're the hero that um, everybody is so excited about. And, and that is literally the only reason I wrote that. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you for sharing that with us and the world. Uh, are you ready to read some more rock and roll mystery? This I week, am. Man? I am. I even have a tease that I hope is not identical <gasps> to the tease you're about to say, because uh, I think I'm a little worried today, as I always am, but a little more worried than usual. All right, let's do some re-tease. Read, tease, read, tease, read, tease. Give me that. Read, tease, read, tease, read, tease. Here we go. Where's? <laughs> Huh. We're just sounding more and more like a, a AM radio show, and I'm really liking it. Yeah, the more the more jangles and sounds <laughs> that we put in, it just does really sound like we're. <laughs> yeah, we're a talk like I'm not going to ever. We're hook reinventing up. talk radio <laughs> piece it's by piece. It's AM radio at any time you want. <laughs> AM radio on your clock, uh, on your skit. I'll work on it. Retis, you want to go first? Um. Yeah. Um. Oh man, 
in this in this in my read today, it's time for the rock and rollers to fight back. Whoa. In a whole new way. That's a really good tease. I'm really concerned, yeah. but I don't know how concerned I should be. Okay. My read tease is that I f- the the ending I got breaks the reality that we thought we knew. We thought we knew what was going on in this book, and now I don't know anything. Hmm, that could possibly no. hold true for my ending. <laughs> oh boy, it's not the first thought I had about it, but I'm, I, I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm not scary sure. and bad. <laughs> but before we get to the uh, wonderful reads, Matt, I have a little segment I wanted to share with you. Can I do okay. that, Matt? Yeah, I would like to uh, to enjoy a segment. Okay. Let's get some more sodas over on table five. Come on, Jimmy, keep it up. Oh, hey, come on in. Welcome to the club. Uh, find yourself a seat. Uh, we're just about to turn on another video over on the AV cart there. Wow. Got some snacks at the snack bar. Make yourself at home. You know what they say. When you're at the Root Video Club, you 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 have a, here at the Root. It's a good place. Uh, the, the Root Video Club. The only video club that... Uh, forget it. Call the ad, boys. <laughs> Ad Boys. Uh, that's right. It's the return of everybody's favorite segment, Ad Boys. Awesome. There is an establishment in this book firmly in need of some rebranding, or a, lo- general uh, a, defining. a logo, or a motto, or a <laughs> definition. And uh, it's up to Matt and I in our Ad Boys suits. We're wearing our pinstripe suits right now, so that's we can right. come up with our best uh, pitches. As soon as that jingle starts playing, we jump up and we rip our suits out of the closet and start slamming them on our bodies <laughs> so the root video club so what let's really quick before we come up yeah. with an ad for it we gotta we gotta take okay what do we know about yeah it? get the deets okay not much yeah <laughs> it's a video club <laughs> it's downtown yeah um they have drinks good and nice. toothpicks okay so i'm assuming if they have toothpicks they have snacks probably right like fries and stuff yeah um Fries? Do you eat toothpick fries with a toothpick? Fries? <laughs> How do you eat fries? What do you touch them? That's Have disgusting. A- <laughs> There's coronavirus, Matt. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Um, I think that's about all we know about the video club. There's a Dang. manager, so it's a kind of type of establishment that requires a manager. Sure, but that's about it. There's tables, and people don't bat an eye if you get carried out in the back. Is that accurate? Yeah, I think it's yeah. probably like in, it's downtown. It's where young rock and rollers hang out. So probably a lot of crazy stuff happens all the time. Okay, so then I'm thinking that if if you can get carried out in a bag with your scarf hanging out of the bag and thrown in yeah. a car and everybody's like, all right, there might be some polite applause. I think it's more like an art installation, like oh, um, like real hip, real cool place, maybe. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So it, we need some slogans, right? Yeah, that's okay. basically that's where how we're about, going here. The root. How about the the root video club? We're all art here, because like the people are art. Like you come we're, there and you're part of the art. The root video club. You are the you're sent. You are the all cameras on you. That's good. Okay, how about this? Okay, the root video club. <laughs> Which one's the art? <laughs> the root video club. We're. Rooting for your <laughs> video art to take first place. That's bad. That's really that was a really bad one. It How was about a this? Corny and it was long. 
The Root Video Club, the only video club. Like it mm. only is underlined because I don't know that any other exists because it's not a thing. <laughs> so you just lean into the strength of it being uh, singular. Right. The only video club. The, the Wait, root video uh, club at the bottom of this whole thing. Oh, that's, that's pretty percent, good. The root so you're video with club. The name. Mm-hmm. D- dig in, dig down. We're here. <laughs> Dig down deep. <laughs> We're here. Come, come on down and get deep. Get deep at get the deep root. At the root. Ooh, that's it. We actually may have come up with a real. <laughs> we, you may have actually come up with an actual <laughs> slogan that a place would use. Get deep at. Wait, is that it? Get deep at the get root. Get deep at the root. Colon the only place to find out what a video club is. In parentheses, we have an AV cart and. Uh, CRT, we have TV. You can watch the bring your video, bring your own videos. Deepest CRT in town. <laughs> <laughs> the deepest CRT on four wheels. The, <laughs> the Root Video Club. Don't know uh-huh. what a video club is? Come on down and find out. Or are you a chicken? <laughs> That's pretty good because then people will be like, "Well, I'm not a chicken. I'm. I gotta go. I gotta go do it." Yeah. The Root Video Club, not your dad's club for watching things. Yeah, that would be next door. How about this one? Yeah. The Root Video Club, for it is in the roots, not the branches, that a tree's greatest <laughs> strength lies. Uh, the Root Video Club, seven screens. <laughs> That's good. I think that might be the winner. If seven they had, screens. if they haven't, because there's no way you can you can't beat seven screens. It's a lot. And if, you, and if people go and you only have three, it's like, well, they're already here, and they'll realize that you don't actually need more than three screens. Yeah, and, and then you'd be like, there's a mirror screen. over there, and if you stand in the right place, yeah, you can make it, make your own video. Yeah. All right, I think we came up with some good stuff there. I love this segment because there's no there's no button. There's no like. <laughs> no. no, no. We, we never end on a, a, on a high funny moment. We're just like that's probably enough. <laughs> I think I think I think the I think the our I think our best I think our main pitch we're gonna bring to them is yeah. get deep at the root, and then yeah. underneath it says seven screens, <laughs> 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 including. The biggest, C- the deepest CRT on four wheels. Yeah. 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 Because you don't perfect. want it to have too much information. No. But you want to get people excited. So I think that'll work. Yeah. All right. Good job. Another one, another one done really well by the ad boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad you did to- ad boys because that ties into the quiz later. You'll find Does out. Does it really? Ooh, yeah. fantastic. Is it episodes of Mad Men? Is it Choose Your Own Adventures or episodes of Mad Men? I'll never tell. Oh boy! All right, Matt, can you bust me off the first sentence of this book? I'm I'm getting excited to read. Yeah, I have to open my book though. Oh boy! I haven't memorized it yet. I'm gonna start saying "Oh brother" because you're my brother. You're nice. You're the leader of a hot new rock band, the Velocettes, and your band's first tour starts tomorrow. <laughs> You got to tie up all the loose ends before hitting the road. That just adds a little bit more, men- more momentum if you throw it in there. But that's what we're doing, okay? We're tying up loose ends. Yeah. But unfortunately... We're not partying. We're not rocking and rolling. Ends, we're doing Where are the guitar this, players? So. Yeah, where are they? Lisa and Jill, they're not even here. Kurt and Molly are here. But Lisa and Jill aren't. And it's, you're getting ready to give them that responsibility on the road speech. Well, how, how would you approach that? A responsibility on the road speech? Yeah. 
Uh, it depends on how late they were, because if it's if they came in like ten minutes after Kurt and Molly, I'd be like, okay, look, you guys need to sit down because I have something I have to say to you, right? Oh wow, you make him sit down first. Yeah, but if they were like a couple of hours after them, we were all packed and stuff, I'd be like, get in the van, and then we would start driving, and I'd be driving, and I'd be like, okay, look, turn off the radio. Silent treatment first. And I turn off the radio. Yeah, once we get on the highway, I turn off the radio, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, I have to give you a little talk about responsibility on the road. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because really what I'm talking about is responsibility kind of before we hit the road. Like more like showing up on time and stuff. Yeah. But like this is a big deal because we're going to be famous because we're opening for a famous band. Mm -hmm. And our album just came out. And I can't believe you guys are late today. And I'm really disappointed and I'm hurt. Turn the radio back up really loud, please. (laughs) No no conversation. That's a good move. I think I would be, I'd wait till we were in the van and I'd be, look, I'm just saying (laughs) I knew someone else who was really late to the tour once and he got lost in these very woods and he was never heard from again and he had a hook for hand and i turn around and i have a hook for hand and they all go ah like that and that's how they learn their lesson and learn about how you were in a band once and you were late yeah (laughs) so i can identify with them all right anyways they're not here yet it's frustrating Kurt and Molly are, knock, 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 who's at the door? Tall boy from Acme Pest Company, quote, unquote. Where did the whole Acme thing start, do you think? Um, I think it's just a word that nobody owned, and then it starts with A, so it's right at the beginning of lists of things. Like triple A, right? That's three A's in a row, so that's right at the top of the alphabet. Yeah, they win. Uh huh. But before that, Acme was like, that's good enough. Plus, it's like a Greek word, I would think. Man, we're going to have to do, we'll do some research and we'll get back to y'all. Uh, he drops off a business card. Everybody and wh- listening already knows the answer to this question. <laughs> You're absolutely right. We'll do some research, by which I mean we'll read the tweets that you just tweeted us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank um, you. Uh, he drops off a, a helpful business card and a ransom note saying that uh, they stole Jill and Lisa, our, our people friends. They stole people from us. Kurt thinks it's a sick joke. We got to call the police. Molly says we got to do something. We 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 can't do that because I'm worried about Lisa and Jill. So do we ignore the thing saying not to call the? Well, I'm so sick of this part of the book. I hated reading it tonight. I really hated reading it tonight. Did you call the police or did you wait for the kidnappers to call? The thing that I did was I decided to ignore the warning and call the police. Hey, so did I. I know we're doing the same thing, aren't we? <laughs> It looks like we're kind of doing the same thing. But what are the chances of us getting the exact same read, Matt? Probably probably pretty ridiculously low. I don't think it matters, but I'm sure it's very low. You know, the fact that you don't have a get out of pizza party free card anymore actually makes me not too freaked out. Like, I don't want to do another pizza party punishment, but I wouldn't mind if you had to do one. Mm. All right, so Uh, we're off to page 16 because we are not... not we are, we are calling the police. That's what we we're are saying. calling the police. Yes, we're not messing around. We're calling the police. We kick so the call. So here come our friends, police. Lieutenant McGuffey, Sergeant Price. They roll up in their unmarked car. McGuffey and Price. McGuffey and Price. One is short and the other one's nice. <laughs> and short. <laughs> um, we tell them the whole story. Uh the police take off to go, you know, check a couple things. They just, you know, leave the apartment. Yeah, they're, we're like, the f- we're in a band with them, and they're like, excuse us, and they go out in the hallway and laugh hysterically, maybe. <laughs> At us. just like talk about how much bands. they hate bands. Do you hate rock and roll, too? Okay, let's get it out yeah. of our system. It's <laughs> just noise. 
But then the phone rings and the police aren't. So should we wait for them to come back? Should we answer the phone or should we let the phone ring? Matt, what did you do? I decided to answer it. I also decided that I wanted to answer it. So this is this is the jam that you found the, uh, just this last week. This is bad week news. This with is a bunch of the, new stuff in it. Yeah, this is the trail I went on last week. And right now I can't remember how much new stuff there is in it. And I gotta how say how close we are to being boned and getting the same read. I remember there was a bunch of different jump off points. And when I did it this time, I was like, Chris is going to do this again, too, definitely. Yes. And I... I decided to try to choose thing a thing a thing that I was pretty sure you wouldn't you wouldn't choose. How does that usually work out for you? It doesn't Matt? usually work out great, but I have a good feeling about it today. Okay, well let's find out. Uh, so quickly we move together toward the ringing phone, <laughs> keeping your eyes on it as though it were a poisonous snake about to bite. Even though it says you, right here it's white and plastic, which is the least snaky thing I ever heard of. So. Yeah. It's, it's a burn on that phone. Uh, you answer, they are mad. They're like, we told you no cops. No cops. Got it? How's this? And then we hear that terrifying, earth-shattering shriek through the phone. Very dark. Uh, the nightmarish sound. It seems to reverberate around the walls of the studio. Everyone's not. Everyone's feeling really upset. <laughs> yeah. And here comes McGuffey and Price coming back in. And they're like, all right, we've just got a tap on your line. So when the kidnappers call, trying to keep them on as long as you can. It's kind of hilarious timing. They did on purpose. Yeah. And then so the you job. try to you try to turn you tr- you try to like de escalate a little bit in your like, you know what, they might not call again though, so and he's like, They're gonna call. We're just gonna sit here and wait all together. Which is not ideal. And you're like, ah oh, time passes. Time passes the phone rings you pick it up not too smart are you the anonymous voice says and it's creepy mm-hmm. they're like look we want you now anybody but you leaves hey won't be pretty for lisa and jillian you're like oh no that's crazy they say go to our, a couple blocks south and wait for more instructions you're like oh that's really scary and then they hang up mcguffey's like ah there wasn't enough time to trace the call yeah tracing calls is really hard yeah wait is there any point is there any point to tracing them was there ever any point to tracing? It just them? takes a really long time. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not hard. It must be hard. I'm just saying. Uh, so McCuffey recommends that you follow the kidnappers' instructions exactly. They got a couple plainclothes officers. That's Jackson and Ramirez, uh, ready to stand by and keep an eye on you as you follow these instructions exactly. Dude, did you agree to the kidnappers' demand, or did you choose not to follow their instructions? I'm kind of nervous to say. It's okay to say. It's okay to say. We're going to do the same thing, but I we decided, could take a break after the next <laughs> the next page. I decided that I was not going to follow their instructions. What page did you go to then? Which one is that? 77. Hey! No way. Different adventures. You you agreed to the kidnapper's demand? That's right. I agreed to it. Fantastic. Yeah. This is See, wonderful Now it's a party. News. Hey, now everybody's oh. relaxed. They're having a good time. Now I can let my belt out a little bit. You can. You just leave it where it's at. Nah, I'm going to open this up a little here. Okay. Spread spread this out a little bit. Pull this desk drawer out. Give myself a little more room. Mm. Dump all that stuff on the ground. Mm. Don't need that. Do you want to adventure first and wait for yes. my reality-destroying ending? Yes. I, I, yeah, because I'm pretty okay. excited about that. Uh, yeah, let me do the little adventure first because I actually didn't get a whole lot of new stuff this time. Um. But I was trying to do a little bit of book janitor work, just trying to clean up a little bit. Uh-huh. 
because I've, I've been exploring so many different branches. It's been starting to feel a little unwieldy, so I was just trying to do a little, a little bit of damage control, a little bit of cleanup. Got my book janitor mop, and I'm just kind of sweeping it up. Yeah, you know, sweeping with a mop, and everybody's like, "Why are you using that for that?" <laughs> <laughs> so I decide. Nope, I'm not following their instructions, and I just wait for the phone to ring again. I know it's going to ring again because I know they must want. There must be something else that they want. So they call back. I'm like, is it, is it money? Is it something else? Is it publicity? Right. And after I say publicity, there's this silence, and he's like, like what kind of publicity? <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, spin this great tale of you know getting them on the evening news and all of this other stuff. And he's like, you set it up. I'll call you back in half an hour. And unfortunately, it's just a dead trail. It doesn't lead anywhere. There's no cool scene. There's no, you know, we're not going to do an Airheads thing. We're not going to take over a radio station. You are a child with no media contacts. You have nobody to talk to who can help (laughs) you set up a publicity thing. Why did you even bring it up in the first place? Lieutenant McGuff, he doesn't offer any help. He's like, he just says, you better get started on arranging that news conference. (laughs) Mr. Rockstar. (laughs) Surely a lieutenant would have some connections. I think he's just messing with me. Um, but then they call half an hour later, and they're like, "No, we don't know. Never mind. We don't want to do the news conference." Everybody here said that was a stupid idea, and I was like, well, "Okay, fine, whatever." Fine. <laughs> <laughs> they just want me. They want me because there's a last chance. I got to leave. Go to Glenview and Maple. Oh if no! I don't, if I'm not there, I'll never see those girls again. They have names. Their names are guitarist and rhythm guitarist. <laughs> Lil and Jisa. Wait. <laughs> um, so I follow their instructions. That's what else can I do, Matt? As I near the corner, though, who do I see standing there? That's right. It's Lenny Merkel. Lenny Merkel. <laughs> Lenny Merkel. Lenny Merkel. Lenny Merkel. Part-time graffiti artist. Part-time graffiti artist, part-time bro. (laughs) Okay, that's what he is. for the bus and home he'll go. He is waiting on the downtown bus. I'm so sorry. I kept Lenny Merkel. That's it. That was the end of it. (laughs) But then you see a motorcycle driving up to Lenny Merkel, so you hide. And the motorcycle guy is like, where's the leader of the fella sets? And Lenny's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> What's the scariest sense I ever heard? <laughs> and then the motorcycle guy says, never mind. If the Velocets think they can trick the pink flamingos, they've got another think coming. And then he grabs Lenny Merkel, makes him get on the motorcycle with him at gunpoint, <laughs> and then they speed off. So now Lenny Merkel, who has nothing to do with anything, has been kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got to do something fast. A cab cruises up, and Cabby says, "Hey, kid, you wait." He's for like, the "Honk, bus? honk, 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 honk." You're like, "What's that honking? What is that honk, honk, honk?" <laughs> Something's trying to break into this story. It's a good oh, story. Honk, man. honk, honk. Every time. I must have to interrupt myself. Y'all know what time it is? That's right. It's today, rock and roll and facts. Hail Satan, party hardy. Hail Satan, party hardy. Party hardy, uh, Hail Satan. Man, having me interrupt you is the best, worst idea you ever came up I with. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm so sorry to you. I'm so sorry to our uh, users who are presumably were interested in what was going to happen next in the story. But today is the 10th of March. 
And on that day in 1973, <laughs> something happened, and it is today's rock and roll rad fact. Do you, know, do you want to know what it is? Sure. Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, a record I have never listened to in its entirety because I just didn't go the Pink Floyd way. Sure, you went a different direction. I just went a different direction. Now I'm quite interested. I would like to listen to it. That moon, uh, that moon, that album was released in America on the uh, 10th of March, 1973, uh, where it would spend over 741 weeks on the Billboard wow. chart. Hit the Billboard chart in 73, fell off in 1988. That's insane. That's amazing. Uh, it was estimated uh, that one in every 14, I believe this is, uh, it was estimated in 98. One in every 14 people in the United States under the age of 50 was estimated to own or have owned at one time a copy of that album. That's incredible. And that's your rock and roll rad fact for today. Isn't that fun? That's what we need to be aiming for. We need to be aiming for that level of like omnipresence. Yeah. That 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 level of pervasiveness that uh yeah. No what I think we're doing we're doing too many episodes, right? It's too <laughs> yeah. much, right? We need to just do one perfect episode. Yeah, I think it, rather and than everybody could want and own that. Yeah, rather than doing one every week and then putting it out on Tuesday. Yeah. Do one every week until we get a good one, and don't put out any of them until we get Just that, put that out one. The best one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I think we'll that... know when we hit it. Okay. Cool. Uh, but we also, of course, have a rock and roll birthday today. Oh yep, let me play that. Thank you. Rock and roll birthday. Uh, come on. Here <laughs> you said it is for you. You said you had it. What a. It was a joke. It was a prank oh, I played on you. I just still don't have it. Heartbroken. Uh, let's let's all say happy birthday to legendary record producer Rick Rubin, who was born on this day in some happy year. birthday. Uh, co-founder of Def Jam Recordings, guy who made me listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers for quite a long time. I don't I don't really know why, but it sounded really good. Yeah. Uh, that really sad Johnny Cash stuff. Great sure. stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, very accomplished man. Happy birthday, Rick Rubin. <laughs> Happy birthday, Rick Rubin. What a great <laughs> moment in podcast history when we just said that just now. Somebody hits pause and then says, what is this podcast about? <laughs> Can I, it was I about... please continue my read of Choose Your Own Adventure number 69? I feel like this guy's been talking about Rick Rubin for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, so what happened is like Lenny, that. okay, there's a motorcycle man just pulled up, screeched through the hall, yelled at Lenny for no reason kidnapped him on his motorcycle because he was frustrated that he couldn't find me so just took a different kid can you imagine grabbing a kid and putting them on your motorcycle and driving away i feel like that would be tricky <laughs> i need i need you to promise something me man okay i i, well, he, I will oh, promise he, well, he you did something. it at gunpoint he pointed a gun at him and like made him get on oh okay, but okay. i feel like That'll after like about a block wouldn't you just kind of like roll off if i'm lenny i don't know is he going like, the I same mean, direction he, as the bus the dude must have he must have to put his gun back away to drive the motorcycle. So as soon as he does that, you could just step off of the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, you could pretty much. I mean, I, you probably get hurt. You know, it's not it's not gonna be great, but you could jump off. You could probably wiggle the handle. Like it just seems like an unstable kind of thing to. Yeah, well, this is an unstable organization, the Pink Flamingo. That Action. is no joke. I'm gonna make a choice here, but Matt, I need you to promise not to flip to the page and read ahead. I need. You I to don't just... even know what page you're on. Okay, because it's there's a picture there that's just it's just so much fun, and I want to I want to I want to get you there before we we do it. Okay, I'll wait. Want to what? So there goes Lenny. Cab comes up and he's like, "Hey, you need a ride." So my choice is: Do I follow Lenny in the cab, 
Yeah. Or do I alert the police instead? Last time I followed Lenny in the cab. It did not go well. It ended with a long walk back to the town. That's right. This time I'm going to be a little smarter and alert those plainclothes police officers. So I do. And uh, them and I, they and me, (laughs) uh, chase after the motorcycle together. We follow to a remote beachside house. Uh, When we get there, I peer through a cracked window, and this is what I see, Matt. Okay. Lenny is flailing in all directions with an umbrella. At the (laughs) same time, he's spraying the room with bright acrylic paint and shouting an endless barrage of insults. How dare you do this to me, you imitation of a human being? I'm far too busy to be driven off by a maniac to a dismally tasteless beach property. This place is filthy. And booyah to people who think they know what graffiti artists sound like when they're angry. Yeah, check your assumptions there. Thank you. And the biker is just like hiding in a corner covered in spray paint, <laughs> screaming for help. And you recognize him now that he has his helmet off. He's he? a, dr- a drummer from a band called The Atrocities. Oh, <gasps> fascinating. Just a whole other band and a good name. The Atrocities. So, That's really good. So you uh, you open the door and the Eddie from The Atrocities says, help, save me from this lunatic. Mm. <laughs> and Lenny sprays spray paint into his eyes. Ooh! Lenny screams, he's not a lunatic. I'm a graffiti artist, and I was on my way to do an important public canvas when I was abducted. And you're like, part-time, buddy. Part-time okay, graffiti part-time. artist. Right. Let's take it easy. <laughs> so, the police officers... So, feel free to turn to page 100 Thank and you. enjoy the enjoy the illustration here. It is an wow. illustration of this scene. Lenny is swinging an umbrella around wildly, spraying spray paint everywhere. I'm laughing hysterically at the door. <laughs> Who's that with the hat behind you? That's a plainclothes police officer. Oh, that's why he's wearing a beret or a golf yeah. cap? Is that <laughs> a golf wearing, cap? He's wearing a golf cap with a very fancy goatee. So he just went to town on this guy, man. So the police officers are trying not to laugh as they separate them. I run through the house. I find Jill and Lisa upstairs. What? So this is a third different place that we found Jill and Lisa. So the, there's no... All right, fascinating. They're alternate realities. It has to be. I mean, it could... Although, I mean, everything leading up to it does play out differently, so they could just be moving them around differently depending on what we're doing, possibly. I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, but I find them, uh, and it's a hilarious scene of kid, of a triple kidnapping. It's, a, it's the most <laughs> hilarious triple kidnapping these, these police officers have ever seen. Uh, it's funny because it's kids. <laughs> And help me see, and just I need my I need your help parsing this last chunk here, okay? It's, it's... As you make your way back outside, <laughs> you ask Lenny if you can borrow a couple cans of paint. The Velocets will be a little late for their first tour, you say with a grin. But you've given me a great idea for a video. The end. At which point you presumably jump in the air and freeze frame, and everybody leaves <laughs> because everybody nobody leaves. has any idea what you're talking about. <laughs> what is that? So am I just going to make a video of me spray painting somebody? We got to break down the sentence. I'm okay with that. The Vela sets will be a little late for their first tour. Okay. Okay. Running late. Need to move quick. So you're going to take some cans of paint. Yeah, take some cans of paint. We're going to be a little late for our tour, but you've given me a great idea for for a video. So you're going on the tour. So am I going to be a little late? It's a bummer. It sounds to me like I'm saying this is such a great idea for a video. I want to shoot it real quick before we go on tour. So we're going to be a little late. 
to go on tour. So I'm I'm gonna postpone the I, tour to shoot this video. I think what it means is there's nothing. It can't be helped. We're gonna be a little late to start a tour. But on the upside, you've given me a great idea for a video. The video may not happen immediately, although it'll happen soon because he's got cans of paint now. Yeah, why do I have to take the cans of paint then right away? I think this may just be a universe in which people don't know what videos are. <laughs> I think it's possible this author doesn't know what a video is. Yeah, it's really weird. And what would you idea? Use? <laughs> is the idea that I will be spray painting a kidnapper in the music video? Uh, you know, I gotta. I guess back in the eighties, the bar for music video was a lot lower. All you had to have was a slightly unique image of some sort, and I guess spray painting a person in a small room is specific enough to be an quote-unquote idea for a music video. Anyways, I guess I've been inspired by Lenny. (laughs) And that's all Lenny ever wanted to do is inspire people, so it's kind of a win-win all around. But Lenny Merkel is just my absolute new favorite character. He is quite the dandy. A lot of opinions about beach properties. Yeah. It's like you look at Lenny in this picture, and he's wearing... I mean, he looks like he's... uh, uh, going to his yacht, he does. He's got a boat, a boater's ha- a boater hat. He's got like a like a blazer, but the sleeves are kind of rolled up. The blazer sleeves are rolled up. His dress shirt sleeves are not; they are buttoned at the wrist. Yeah, it's a real look. So what we have to remember is 1987. This is not what rich kids wore; it's what poor kids wore to look rich. Oh, is that is that what it is? I feel like that's a a plot in a movie. Isn't it a plot in an 80s movie? Man, I don't know. The other thing I know about Lenny is he's probably actually girl pretending to be a guy because he's she's in love with a, another guy and then he, and the other guy loves graffiti and then so yeah. it's very Shakespearean. So she got into graffiti, but then to like become friends, she pretended to be this guy Lenny Merkel. Yeah, it was get a it bad, Merkel it like a, Merkin. Uh, the fact I was ready to go with you, <laughs> but then when I realized that that was your basis for that whole concept, it just made it very unpleasant for me. It wasn't the basis of the whole concept. It's I just feel the like proof it was the basis. For, okay, <laughs> I'm just very intrigued by this Lenny character. I don't think we'll get anything more about Lenny. That's it. Look, but if we've y'all just, they... want to write some fan fiction, <laughs> yeah. and explore the character, please, yes, please. do, because I want to know what drives him. Them. Why do you have an umbrella? To do what they do. Is that a graffiti? I don't know. I don't know why he had a number line. I guess he just got a hold of it and was using it as a weapon. That's pretty I mean he's resourceful. I'll give I'll give Lenny that. Lenny is resourceful. Yeah, you can tell he's resourceful because his backpack doesn't close because there's too many cans of spray paint in it. Too many cans. And he's of got spray it like paint. wired shut with some wire. Wire. Let's say wire. <laughs> it's quite it might be my favorite illustration in the book so far. It's pretty it's a exciting. really good one. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of illustrations detail. of comical. There's a lot of comical scenes in this book. Yeah, I, I'll say for a lot of the endings, they actually give us something. Like something happens, yeah, something yeah, wacky true. happens. No, that's like not the thing true. where the money blew away <laughs> and all the people were fighting over the money right at the end. All right, so that's one. So it was still a failure, but it was that. And then this one, so that's two. You're welcome. Nailed it. Now, Matt, <laughs> I am dying to hear what happened to your read, but I'm not quite ready for it. Now we got to take a break. Could you give me a quiz to get me to give me to cleanse my palate? I was hoping you would ask me to give you a quiz. <laughs> it's a game we play, and it's a quiz today. And it's always a quiz. I don't know why I said that. Choose your own adventure. Dot dot dot. Nice. What's the quiz today, Matt? I'm ready to win. 
I'm here. I'm not here to make friends. Okay, you're ready to win this one, and it's it's all in the theme. And guess what? You're right. It is Choose Your Own Adventure or episode of Mad Men. But why? No, it isn't. Really? But why? But why? Doesn't is make it any that? sense. March tenth. Yeah. It's John Hamm's birthday, you guys. Oh, happy birthday, John! Happy birthday, Hamm. John Hamm! Keep keep doing it. You're just doing great. You're just doing a lot of great stuff, and everybody. You could do a lot of bad stuff, and everybody would be like, "I don't care." This guy's terrific. Everybody's on board. You're good, man. Keep it it's up. Just fantastic. So yeah, today in honor of John Hamm's birthday is Choose Your Own Adventure or episode of Mad Men. It's a whole theme for the episode. You're ready? I love it. Yeah, this should be extraordinarily easy. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Okay. Here we go. You are a shark. Now that's that's pretty tricky. <laughs> I could see how that would work for Mad Men, but no, I'm pretty sure. And now I'm just thinking about Don Draper telling me that I am a shark in that voice <laughs> that he has. But like all the people watching the show know that he's like he's lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh man, this guy. <laughs> this guy. Uh, correct. Uh, that's a choose your own adventure. Number yeah. forty five, that is a choose your own adventure. Mystery date. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I don't think that's a choose. I think that's a madman. You're right about that. It is a madman. It would be a fun choose, but I don't know. We kids want to read it. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> season five, episode four. Don runs into someone from his past. Joan makes a decision. That's a real thing okay. they said. You can't read these descriptions. And Roger gives Peggy extra work. <laughs> <laughs> that's you the only one actually these. that says nothing. So you guys really? are in for okay. a real treat. <laughs> All right, ready? Yes. Behind the wheel. Ooh. No, that's, I know what, a, that's a choose. I mean, that's a, a Mad Men, because I think I know what episode that is. She's your own adventure number 121, Behind the Wheel. No Behind idea what it's the about. the wheel? Okay. <laughs> the Mountain King. That's choose. That's season two, episode no, 12. No, really? Don drops off the Sterling Cooper radar and visits the wife of the man whose identity he stole. Back at the office, Burton. Ro- oh, spoilers by the way for Mad Men. Seriously. Back at the office, Burton Roger consider the merger offer. Peggy makes a play for a real office, and Peter loses his father-in-law's account. Uh, that's a major spoiler. I hope that nobody nobody's going to remember those words that I just said. And- <laughs> What's next up? <laughs> the hobo code. That's I, that's it. That's a madman. I remember that one. That's correct. I mean, it's a really like, long that's description. Like can't. But there's hobos and there's a hobo code in it. And hobo code mm-hmm. is neat. Yeah, it's like dark shadows. That is a um, choose. You may be thinking of deadly shadows. Dark that's shadows what I was is in fact of. season five, episode nine. A depressed <sighs> Betty tries to make things uncomfortable for Don and Megan. Roger tries to take out some secret weapons for a meeting with a prospective Jewish client. And Don makes a snap judgment that angers the creative department. They called an episode Dark Shadows? Yeah, there was a show called Dark Shadows. Remember, oh, I, I think it might have been. about that? I don't remember. Fight for freedom. That is a choose. I'm 100% sure. Nicely done, 107. Do you know what it's about? No. Same here. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> that's for a. Um, what's the other kind of quiz we do? Which choose your Which own? Which choose your own? Am I? Thanks. We had to sing them. Last run. Madman. Number one fifty three. Last run. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> this is the, how is this the hardest one yet? The Runaways. That's a Madman. 
Very nice. Season 7, yes. episode 5, while Lou becomes the object of ridicule for the copywriters, Don tries to get away to California after a call from his pregnant niece. Spoiler. Oh. Meanwhile, the new office computer, spoiler, drives Ginsburg to the brink of insanity. Oh, yeah, that was funny. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. That was also Mad Men. Nicely done. Season 4, episode 13, Don takes the kids that. to California, and they presumably go to Disney or something. Yep. Uh, last one. You ready? I am. I'm going to get this one right, and and I'm going to totally redeem myself. Nice. The computer takeover. I think it's a choose-your-own-adventure. Well played. It's number 160, choose-your-own-adventure. Great job, because the only Good quiz. question on that one that mattered was the last one, so you got 100%. Oh, go. thank goodness. Wow, I got lucky with that. <clears throat> Woo! Just like in college. <laughs> Oh, Thanks by the, the way, quiz, spoiler man. alert. In college, the only question that matters is the last one on the test. Don't oh, yeah. bother with the other ones. Don't even do them. Just skip to the end. There's nobody listening who has not been to college <laughs> or who is going to go. <laughs> college is over. <laughs> Matt, will yeah. you please share with me your experience in the vaulted halls of rock and roll <laughs> mystery? Yeah. The rest of my adventure is actually really short, so I was going to let you just go for a while if you wanted to. <laughs> no, right, I want to hear. Uh, when last we we left each other's company, oh man! Oh, hey, I was trying to decide. Down? If, Are you down? No, no, I'm good. I was trying to decide if I was going to agree to the kidnappers' demands and go do mm-hmm. do exactly what they said with uh, Jackson Ramirez, keeping an eye out. Right. Or I was not going to follow their instructions. I decided to agree to their demands. I am very curious about this. So off I head uh, on Glenview Road. Got to go two blocks south. Okay. Got the two officers back behind me. Bam! There's a sound. I jump back. It's just a car door slamming. I got to take it oh, easy. Oh, man. Got to take breathe. it easy. You got to breathe. Suddenly, a pizza delivery truck slides to a stop, and a guy leans out and says, where's Walnut and Springdale? And I'm, I'm like, oh, this is terrifying. Why a pizza delivery truck? And, and I'm expecting guys to jump out of the truck because why is this pizza delivery guy got a whole truck? That's weird. Okay. And the pizza delivery guy goes, do you know where it is? It's <laughs> <laughs> just standing there. Yeah, scared, looking real scared. I was scared yeah. kid. People, you know, grown-up drivers have to understand if you screech to a halt next to a kid and yell at them, they're going to be afraid of you. Yeah, you got to learn that lesson. Um, So I say, I don't know where that is, and the guy drives huh. away. Does that have something to do with the plot? No, this is this is building tension. You know, oh, it's just building tension. Th- okay. These things happen, and you're like, oh, is that the kid? Oh, is that the kidnappers? You know, gotcha. Not sure. Okay. Suddenly, I just feel presence things like behind pizza me. Screaming at a kid, you feel a presence behind you. Yeah. Turning, I face a person about my own age. Um, I'm realizing no, now that's, that's not the, the scary creepiest. part. <laughs> uh, so whoever this is points at a motorcycle, gives me a helmet, and tells me to go get on that motorcycle because I'm about to take a ride. I'm never going to forget. Do you even know how to drive a motorcycle? I, there's a guy on... Well, you know, he doesn't say there's a guy on the motorcycle, but I kind of assumed... That's really funny. Like, I love the idea of somebody like coming at, up to you at gunpoint, and they're, and they're like, point at a car, and they're like, go get in that car and follow me in my car. Yeah. You're like, okay. Or just go get on that motorcycle and have a ride you'll never forget. You'll and never you're like, forget. Uh, that sounds nice. It will be really fun. <laughs> It's up to you. I'm going home now. <laughs> so out of the corner of my eye, I see the plainclothes cops in front of a greenhouse, it says, for absolutely no reason, unless it's justified in another choice later that's possible. I can't imagine. I but they're in front of a imagine. greenhouse, everybody. Keep that in mind. Okay. 
I'm thinking this kidnapper is not much bigger than me. Yeah. Maybe I could tackle Eddie. him. Keep him on the ground until the cops get over there. Oh. But I hear McGuffey's voice in my ears. Just follow the kidnapper's instructions. Just follow the kidnapper's instructions. Just follow the kidnapper's instructions. I ran out of air, but I was trying to do a thing. No, it was effective. So my options are uh, to either tackle this person. Sure. Or decide it's safer to get on the motorcycle, which oh, is the most poorly man. phrased way to... Another choice, yeah. That's the same way to get on a motorcycle. And it does not it's it doesn't clarify if there's somebody else on the motorcycle. No, it sure doesn't. Or if this person is gonna drive the motorcycle, maybe. He gave me the helmet. I guess he wants you to be safe. Yeah. So okay. I chose what did you do? Um, I decided to tackle this person. <gasps> Ooh, did you butt him head first? I didn't. Here's here's what it says though. Yeah, you shout as you lunge at the person holding out the helmet. What? Let me just How is clarify. Yeah, it's spelled Y E H with an exclamation point. Amazing. <laughs> the battle cry of the band leader. Yeah. Uh, I catch him off balance. Nice. And we fall down. He hits his head on the curb and is oh. knocked unconscious, which is actually very frightening, I think. That's horrifying, but good. Uh, the cops run up just as I pull the helmet off of the unconscious boy, which is, again, maybe not a thing I should be jostling around. No, leave uh, him. But I say, it's Eddie. Eddie from the Atrocities. Hey, we both met Eddie from what? the Atrocities. That's kind of rad. He comes to a few seconds later, thank goodness. Okay. And I'm like, why would you want to hurt Jill and Lisa? And he's like, hey, I didn't hurt him. It was a fake scream. I taped it from a horror movie. It says horror flick because he's cooler than me. Yeah. Uh he claims he wouldn't have hurt them, but he had to do something. So here's why. Here's why. Uh, he thinks the atrocities should have had that tour. No, it's not even... Okay, what? Yeah, he figures if they could keep the Velocets from their first gig, the atrocities could have stepped in. It would have been a great beginning for us, Eddie, from the atrocities says. What? Instead, I say... Would that have been a great beginning to your fame? <laughs> <laughs> Just the show. off with kidnapping. Instead, I say, it's your end. Oh, burn. And the cops take him off and presumably like a little high five or low five or something. That was, that was a solid one. Oh, 100%. Who's, who's, uh, who's the atrocity now, Eddie? It's still Eddie, I think. It's oh, just still, Eddie. right. Still He's Eddie. still an atrocity, right. <laughs> but ironic, right, Eddie? Okay, bye, Eddie. So that, that holds true for my read, too. It wasn't even about Pink Flamingo action? Nope. But and you know the, the new syndrome is who called us though. That's what that's what they claimed. So it was just Eddie pretending to be Pink Flamingo Action. I think if we went to Pink Flamingo Action and we were like, "Hey, why do you send some tall boy dressed like a Acme pest control person to deliver this ransom note?" Yeah, they would just punch us. There'd be no answer. I don't think that doesn't sound like a Pink Flamingo Action plan to send somebody in a disguise. <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, everything we know about Pink Flamingo action is just, is what we've assumed from this book, but so far it seems like exactly. none of that is true. All of that has just been turned on its head. Pink Flamingo action, I think, would have just shot a rocket into our rehearsal space or blown up our van or something. But the atrocities, they're not like that. They're not going to actually make somebody scream. They're going to tape it from a horror flick. But it was Pink Flamingo action, though, because that's how the new syndromes got Jill and Lisa in the other reads where we end up going to the new syndromes. They got Jill and Lisa from the Pink Flamingo action. Did they? Not the atrocities. Yeah. The people who dragged them out in bags, That no, those were other people in those bags, right? That wasn't even them. That wasn't even them. That was undercover <laughs> cops. 
So there's, un- I really want to put this whole thing together because there's one map that explains all of this. Yeah. So, so the really the, horrifying at the thing Root is video that video club. There were undercover cops. Yeah. The undercover cops at the Root Video Club. Correct. After leaving a secret help sign. I just have to jump in really quick and say this is why we do this podcast is for this moment. This is very exciting. So go. The the after leaving a help sign under a hat, the undercover cops get kidnapped. That undercover cop to, probably told their partner, uh, I'll give you a sign house. if I need help. And their partner was like, what's the sign going to be? And they were like, you'll know. <laughs> was it okay. two pigs in a hat? <laughs> so those what undercover cops get taken to the house that we yeah. find them at in the cellar, right? Um, different house Ed, than this Eddie, one. Different house than this one. Yep. That, that's from a different read. Yeah. But that's where the undercover cops get taken. Eddie is and a Jimmy member of Perez people. is a part of that group. Yes. Eddie is also a member of Pink Flamingo Action, and he's he like, oh, I wish I had had the idea to kidnap Jill and Lisa. Then maybe the atrocities could have... Um, <laughs> then maybe the atrocities could have gotten the tour. And then he just still sees Jill and Lisa... Because they left the house they were supposed to be staying Wait, at. Is to be Eddie st- part of Pink Flamingo? Matt, you got to pay attention. I don't. Okay. I don't think it's this complicated. But go ahead. Got to pay attention. Yep. Because this is putting it all together. Jill and Lisa are supposed to stay at the house of the undercover cops to be safe, right? But they decide they want a soda and a fountain pop, so they leave the they leave the house. And Eddie just sees him and he's like, "Wait, there's Jill and Lisa right there." Yeah. I don't know who Pink Flamingo action grabbed, but this is my chance. I'm going to do my atrocities plan. He grabs Jill and Lisa, takes them. Pink Flamingo Action and Eddie are both contacting you through either the tall boy or the phone, (laughs) both saying that they have Jill and Lisa because they both think they have Jill and Lisa. You're getting calls from both of them, and that's why they're both so mad at you. So if you go to the one house, you find the undercover cops, right? If you go this route with Lenny, you find Jill and Lisa... At Eddie's, at Eddie's place, at the Eddie's beach house, Eddie's beach house, <laughs> where we're all a little bit Eddie, right? But if you don't do either of those things, what happens is Pink Flamingo Action realizes that the undercover cops are undercover cops. They kill them. They go to the house where the girls are supposed to be. They're not there. They follow the trail. They find Eddie at the beach house. They kill Eddie. They take Jill and Lisa. They take them <laughs> down to Mexico. And that's how they end up with the new syndromes. Yeah. So that's, that's how this that's, whole thing is still one story. It just yeah. plays out different ways. It's 99% correct. There's only one small thing is that I don't think... It's like a season of Fargo. <laughs> I don't think Eddie is involved with Pink Flamingo action. I think Eddie and the Atrocities came up with their plan separately from Pink Flamingo just action. Just separately. Okay. Yeah. So the real ending separately. of my story is that I've rescued Lisa and Jill and those two cops are going to die. Why are the two cops going? Oh, yeah, two cop, the undercover cops. Yes, they're gone. <clears throat> nobody's yeah. looking for them because nobody's like. Well, I mean, <clears throat> shouldn't so they? Some people are presumably wondering, but maybe I'm the only guy who knows about. Not even this. I don't even know about the word "help" spelled out in a hat. No, in this one, we don't know about that. All right, so maybe somebody's on it, but it, uh, it's kind of scary. I mean, hopefully, if they did like the appropriate paperwork, their you know commanding officers know about it and are unless they're known. in on it. This but goes all the way might, to the top. My concern is that they went rogue. And if they went rogue, then right. they are truly on their right. own. Yeah. All right. I'll finish my read now. Okay. <laughs> An hour later, the Vela sets are reunited and on the road. The end. Wow. And getting a responsibility on the road speech. Just kidding. It wasn't. Yeah, they are. <laughs>
All right, this is going to be a tough one. I think it's a really tough one. One will win and one will lose. Who will do the better choose? Yes, there can be only one. Who has lost and who has won? Who will have the winning lead? Are you team Chris or our Matt's team? Who will the big winner be? Listen now and you will see. Ooh, this is a tough one. We, we just both? declared a tie last time, right? Yeah, we Because yeah, we're we such did. big babies. <laughs> yeah. We both saved Jill and Lisa. We both met Eddie from Wait, the atrocities. Wait, what happened at the end of your story that you just told me? I've already forgotten. You. Wait, how did we both just I forget tackle what Eddie, happened? the cops come over. <laughs> yeah. I get the whole story out of him. Oh, okay, yeah. An hour later, we're reunited and on the road. So Jill okay. and Lisa, no time to process this horrible thing that's happened to them. No, no, we're no hitting the road. That. And that's part of the responsibility of the road is put it into the music, pack it down inside. Yeah, think about it later. It. We got a lot of time use in the band for you to think about your traumas. A lot of quiet time on the road for <laughs> nothing but your thoughts. It'll be perfect for that. Sleep in the backseat and then wake up screaming. Okay, so basically, you and I had the same end result. Yeah, of going, getting the band back together, and going on tour. Correct. But I had the added bonus of the hilarious <laughs> Lenny Merkel scene, <laughs> where he attacked Eddie with attacking Eddie with paint spray paint and an umbrella is way funnier than tackling someone and giving him a c- concussion. Plus, I got a sweet idea for a new music video Did on you? top of going on tour. <laughs> so I think I'm I'm the clear winner on this one. I think it's not as clear as you think it's because about as clear I would think that Lenny Merkel's spray paint getting that ending would have been great because Lenny Merkel is a treasure, a treasure. But I would have bet you've been real. You were kind of confused about who's this Eddie guy and who are the atrocities and what is what? Why did they even do this? I managed <sighs> to get the whole plan out of him. You actually did get the whole plan. I think I got the, the whole plan story. too. They just didn't bother to mention it in the read because no. it wasn't important because nah. that stuff was so much more fun. <laughs> Shouldn't we write um, the plan in this part? No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> Kids don't care about what's going Kids on. Kids don't care about that. They got a hilarious scene with spray paint and an umbrella. Kids love umbrellas. <laughs> I mean, you see Mary Poppins? She spray paints the whole place. Um, I don't know. I think mine's way more hilarious. Plus, new idea for a music video <laughs> where I spray paint Jill and Lisa while they cower in a corner. Okay, I think technically mine is better, but my ending was better. But, but, but. Does yours have an illustration? Uh, mine has a very no, good illustration. Mine does not have an illustration. It has no Lenny at all, which is uh, no Lenny. definitely not a pro. I got Eddie and Lenny, and I got a beach house. You didn't even get to go to a beach house. I didn't even get to go to a beach house. I was too good. At wrapping things up. <laughs> you solved the mystery too quickly. But I think the thing that does put it over the edge is the music video nonsensical sentence mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Yep. is exactly what we want from our Choose Your Adventures. I think so. So yeah, I'll I, I, I give this one to you. I'm not happy. I'm very unhappy about it's it. It's just got a little bit more Choose Your Own Adventure flavor. Just a and little I, I more. I think that, that tipped Awful it lot of flavor. Edge. I'm glad we both. I'm glad we got these two complimenting reads, though. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Because <laughs> now we got the whole story. Like you got to see where the where they were actually being kept and how that worked, and I yeah. got to actually find out what he why he even did it. Yeah. Oh man, this is nuts. Whew. Well, hey, I'm covered in sweat. <laughs> My belt is just gone. <laughs> so I think that's officially a podcast. What do you think? Yeah, I. You know, we do want to say thanks to everybody for listening, and we do want to extend. Thank you. 
uh, uh, the hand of thanks. The great to, giant uh, hand of thank, <laughs> thanks to one of our special listeners. Yeah. But who's it going to be? Let's find out on this week's episode of Complies and Concrees. Complies are compliments, you see, and concrees are constructive criticism. I have one. Without the other, why that be no fun? No fun. Sure, it's fun to get a compliment and not be criticized even a little bit. But would we be better people if we got some constructive criticism with our compliments? It's complies and concrete. That song hey, also, by right. the way, uh, 22, se- oh no, no, 34 seconds long. So if you want extra clean hands, just sing the complies and concrete song. Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. That's better for everybody, probably. Yep. Oh, this is complies and Concretes, complies are compliments, and concretes are piece of constructive criticism. And if you follow us on Twitter and you did a tweet about us, or you liked our thing, or you interacted with us within some way, guess what? You're already entered to receive a complete or concrete. Uh, and one day I may actually remember to shoot a tweet out saying who won, and then that person can actually know because <laughs> <laughs> they may not be as caught up with the podcast as I am. <laughs> Which is fair. <laughs> so let's use a random number generator to determine who is today's recipient of a complete and concrete. It's at Dantendo sixty four. Yay for Dan! Ooh, what's that? Like a really fast slide whistle. It was really? Can you imagine playing a slide whistle that fast? That's nuts. Yank the thing right out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody stealing. It's somebody yanking a slide missile out of somebody's mouth. That's what it is. <laughs> so, uh, hey, congratulations to Dan. Um, it's time now to find out just what in the heck your your complete and concrete is. So, where's my twenty sided guy? Roll Got that twenty sided guy. Him and your complete. I love that. Uh, several screenwriters have attempted to write movies about you and stopped because you're so rad. They were just unpitchable. Wow. It, it's You had a real Mary Sue problem going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mary Sue, you. <laughs> you're just like, you're not a very believable character because you're too likable, yeah. too powerful, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Submitted to the blacklist and the people reviewed it and they said, I, I liked it so much I hated it. I liked it too much. And that was the end of it. So congratulations on that. That's pretty cool. That's really good. Now a piece of little constructive a little piece of constructive criticism, no big deal. Applies to everybody equally, but this is just the one that you're receiving today. I'm still trying to find it. <laughs> you wore a costume for Halloween once that affected a little kid so badly they still think about it to this day. Oh, you know which costume it was, too. <laughs> you know, I, I I bet you don't. I bet you'd you be think? surprised. <laughs> yeah, because it's probably not like a particularly scary one. There was just something off about that just particular costume. about it, yeah. You know, like when somebody wears like a homemade Mickey Mouse costume. Yeah. And it's just like absolutely terrifying. <laughs> like, have you seen Mickey Mouse? <laughs> You know he's not made of clay, right? What is this? Why are the fingers so long? <laughs> or it's like when you see a person at the under, other end of the hallway and you're like, that's a little unnerving. Sure. And then they move in at a fast jerky way and you're like, I hate uh-huh. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Something maybe off. you just had a weird itch and, the, and you were in a hurry and that's why you moved weird, but you really freaked somebody out. <laughs> Halloween costumes can be very itchy. So mm-hmm. congratulations to Dantendo64. Thank day. you for partying with us. And yes, thank you. I wouldn't dwell on the costume thing unless you could figure nah. it out and wear it again because it sounds like it was a good one. You are all good. Uh, thank you all. It's so it's so very much fun to do this. And thank you for mentioning this on on you know Twitter or whatever. We're at Finish It Pod on Twitter. And if you have a second, if you haven't left us a, a review on iTunes, that's always really cool and helpful for us. And uh, tell people about us, unless you don't like it. Yeah, I would which say if you don't, kind of a um, now if you I don't want to give it a really good review, don't. Maybe just don't. Just yeah, you, it's, you don't. You have better things to do. I would say, or you can time. just email us privately. Oh yeah, constructive criticisms, <laughs> and maybe we can take take them into account. That would be fantastic. Yeah, you can tweet it to the world. That's fine. I would just say maybe but, not on the iTunes. <laughs> but it's uh, we've it done almost a hundred episodes of this podcast already. Yeah, we're getting close. Feels, not that it matters. It feels like we haven't. You know, it just feels like fresh and exciting every single time. Uh, and even when that's not true, I still like doing this with you, Matt. <laughs> so come on Same back here. next week, and we will uh, find out a little bit more about Lenny Merkel, hopefully. I uh, think we've I, seen all the Lenny, unfortunately. Actually, I let's, don't know. let's just issue one last apology to everyone about sure. uh, something that just happened a couple days ago. What is it? Nobody likes it. If we could have done something to stop it, we would have. But I'm afraid daylight savings has occurred again. Sure. We lost an hour, an hour we could have used. We did everything we could. Matt and I fought so hard. We pushed legislation. We got signatures, and it just it didn't happen this year. (laughs) And I'm sorry, but uh, in honor of that, we'll go out with our our uh, our anthem, our daylight savings anthem. So enjoy that. Yeah. uh, Oh, and you can we be clear that we like the daylight savings part where we get an extra hour, and if that was twice a year, I'd be okay with it. (laughs) That would mess us up a little bit. I don't mind living in darkness for a few months every once in a while. Like, give me, give me that hour, man. I'm gonna sleep in one day. I'll I'll get up and live in the pitch black for six months if I can uh, have that one extra hour to sleep. That was that's a very interesting proposition. Everybody take that into consideration. And uh, until next week, except farmers, farmers, that's not for you. <laughs> until next week, take care to keep your business drier than yourself. Ooh.